We're back again. Another <laughs> fandom at random. Fandom. And Brian, I don't know about you. I I felt bad. We we let the randos hang last week. Yeah, we kind of took a little breather. Yeah, we needed to. We've been we've been burning the midnight oil, man. Working hard, man. Working Shit is exhausting. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We love you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We missed you just as much as you missed us. So. We are back again. Ed Chambers here. We've got Brian Taylor, Big and Ted. you know we're 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 ready. This back is gonna Jack. be this is gonna be a great episode. We're refreshed, ready to go, I'm and excited. And this is gonna be you know we're gonna do stick to our usual schema with the fandom focus of the week. We're gonna it's do good. some nerd news. There's a lot of nerd news to cover, but guess what? There yep. is so much shit to cover between. It's going to be amazing. Between News at Random and fan, uh, <laughs> Fandom Focus, we're not going to do a Fandom Fighters this week. Not today. Um, you know, I, I'm going to give Brian a week, uh, a break this week. Seriously, man. Because he's, he's black and blue Recover right now. Recover from my bruises, my ego, my dignity. <laughs> Jesus So I, I ended up taking it. Just I mean, what is kicked, it? Kicked do ass. I have a hateable face? I, like, it might be. Jesus H. You kind of look like people. some of those. You kind of look like some of those monsters we drafted oh, last week. Good God! So yeah, I won yeah. for most terrifying TV monsters draft, and it was still you know it was close. It could have gone either way. I think mm. Pennywise the clown. Yeah, put me over. But I think so too. I think my strategy kind of uh, backfired. Yeah, I gave you Pennywise, and I took it in the end. Yeah, clowns, man. <laughs> clowns terrify the shit out of people. Seriously, right? As they do me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So yeah, let's, hey, Georgie. Uh, we all float down we here. We all float down. Speaking here. of which, real quick, it too. Did you see the it oh, too trailer? Oh my god! Dude, you know what? That let's, 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 hang on, hang on. Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's, let's uh, drop I'll, that in the news. I'll, we got. Let's do some news yeah, at random. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back to the news at random. All things nerdtastic in the pop culture world. In the multiverse. And you were just mentioning before we get into what the main focus is, it yeah. too. Yeah, dude. Um, Georgie. <laughs> they're saying it's going to be way bloodier, way scarier, and all around better. Which makes sense because they yeah. age everybody up. Yeah. You know, it's going to And dude, they got an A-list cast. Um, Jessica Chastain playing, I can't even remember the character names right now. Jessica Chastain. Isn't Chris Klein playing? No, Chris Pratt playing another guy. Anyway, they got an A-list cast, and it looks like it's going to be amazing. The guy who played uh, Xavier there. What's his name? McAvoy? Yeah. James McAvoy? Yeah, James McAvoy. Yep, he's playing with. Yeah, I'm looking around. Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy. Oh, Bill Hader, sweet. Yep. I love Bill Hader. Oh, and Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. I give it to him over Great Tim actor. Curry, honestly. I know, I know. Hardcore fans are going to come at me with pitchforks on that, but, dude, he kills it. I don't yeah, know. He and he, I like he put, it, feeling, put his own spin on it, which yeah, is great. And he All did right. good. So let's get into what the main focus is going to be yeah, here. Get a cruise at, through yeah, right. so we've got so much news, mainly because, dude, San Diego Comic-Con just Biggest happened. Con and the contrary in the world in the world arguably yeah, yeah. i mean it not even arguably i would say it is the I biggest so. con in the yeah. world this is what everybody you know they they come so no holds bars all the trailers get dropped yeah right off the bat uh we got a trailer for the witcher oh, yeah. which looks awesome it really does it looks like a game of thrones competitor which if i'm being you know, honest yeah and, and you know netflix they're not stupid they're they have a lot of a lot of the 
you know, prime properties are pulling away from Netflix to go to their own streaming services. Oh yeah. Netflix knows that they need to start they need to start generating their own internal movies, TV shows, this and that. And I, I think The Witcher was a great property to pick up. I think Again, so too. They're basing it off more so the books yep. than the games, but they're Which gonna is why he's only carrying one sword. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have a beard because apparently in the books he hates his beard. <clears throat> uh, I found that out. And well, I could CGI it on. They <laughs> you cut, you beat me to it, you bastard. Um, yeah, because we all know CGI beard works on a Henry CGI Cavill there. stash soups. But um, the only thing I'm worried about is the cast. Other than Henry Cavill, he's looking pretty good. But dude, did you see Triss? She looks like she got brown hair, and she is. I don't know. She doesn't look like Triss from the game or the books, honestly. Yeah, but I, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm know. gonna keep I'm gonna keep an open kind of mm-hmm. mind when I go into this. But yeah, definitely. I mean, I think like you just said, everybody has is in high fantasy withdrawal. Yeah, The Witcher could be just what the doctor ordered. Netflix is banking on it. Looks like it's um, going it that ha- way. The pilot hasn't even aired yet, and from what I've been told, the higher ups at Netflix have already greenlit the show for multiple seasons. I'm not surprised. Just based off of what they've seen, so <clears throat> good job with The Witcher. Yep. Uh, and we just mentioned high fantasy. Let's kind of go into... <laughs> let's talk about Game of Thrones at San Diego Comic-Con. So, arguably the biggest story at San Diego Comic-Con was, you know, David Benioff and D.B. Wise. This was going to be their first public appearance. Yeah. Because they've been dodging. Oh, yeah. They've been dodging the media. Wouldn't you shows. after that last season? So, <laughs> and, and, and somehow, which is... I, I don't understand this. They got nominated for what was like 32 Emmys? Something like that. Something. So, I... I you know, and again, the act, you know, the acting, the all of that was not an issue. It was all in the writing. Yeah. But last minute, they bailed. That's crazy. They man. absolutely up and bailed. And, you know, it, it was a very, if you have a chance, hop on YouTube, if you can find it, watch the entire, <clears throat> the entirety of this, you know, people all in Hall H here look going in more so looking for answers. And yeah, they didn't get anything because guess what? The cast took exactly zero questions That's from insane, the audience man. in a panel <clears throat> that was specifically billed as a Q&A. So this yeah. panel, it was called a Q&A. You were to go in. So you went in and it was damage control. Yeah. It's all damage control Absolutely. at this point. Because the first question is going to be, what were you guys thinking when you wrote season eight? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You yeah. Know? And, and it was pretty cool. Um, you kind of saw there were a few different people. I know uh, Seth Rogen was one of them. Mm. He actually called out. Because uh, Seth Rogen was there, he's like, "Well, you know, I'm here. You know, they're they're <laughs> yeah. not. I showed up. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it remains to be seen, but yeah, yeah. We, we, I don't understand it, but I guess it's not cool, man. Like we'll you gotta, answers, but you gotta sleep. You gotta sleep in the bed you make. <laughs> yeah. And they should have went there and just taken their wallops and been, been done with it. Man, they have a friggin' hugely successful TV show. No matter what kind of beating you're taking show up for the fans they stuck through all eight seasons for you guys you know yep well we're gonna say there was only six and a half seasons yeah of game of thrones yeah. So oh, we're gonna, we're gonna right. stick to that yeah so uh another trailer picard patrick stewart man he's back i missed this one i'll be honest yeah, yeah it was uh very very cool you know it's it's showing him i'm i'm assuming he's on his i think his family he always talked about they own like a wine vineyard yeah and it shows him kind of out like in that area or on a farm and I mean, it, I'm excited. As I mean, the next generation. Mm-hmm. That was my Star Trek. That was my, you know, when I, when I was growing up. That was, you know, I was a little bit, 
I was a little bit too young for the original Star Trek, yeah. but Next Generation was my jam. Admittedly, so, never got into Star Trek myself. Yeah, 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 and it's 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 a great. I loved it, so I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see Patrick Stewart come back, reprise yeah. the role of Captain Picard. Yeah, my favorite captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. Oh, Captain, my captain. Uh, moving on to who watches The Watchmen? Oh, Did you see this trailer? Dude, yeah, I've seen one of them. I don't know if I saw the newest one, but it's looking good. I think it's going to be badass. Roar Shark Cult and so is this. Is this taking place? It after? looks like it's trying to do... Because to me, it's like you have like the cult of Rorschach. So to yeah. me, it's like I I don't know if it's... Almost like he's a martyr and yeah. they're rising up based Because you remember at the end, of the, yeah, the end yeah. of the movie, his diary, he kind of put out into the exactly. into the press. Yeah. So they were able to leak it all. Yep. And they, they showed a quick clip. Again, Dr. Manhattan is mm -hmm. off world. It looks like again. Yeah. And, it, I, it, and I could be way off base here because it's been a while, but... The Doomsday Clock storyline, it almost sounds like they might be incorporating that with the whole clock and the tick-tock, tick-tock thing. That, that's always an ongoing theme yeah. in Watchmen. But, yeah, I don't know. It looks awesome. We don't have a lot of answers yet, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, I think it I think it could be very cool. It looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, something that doesn't look awesome. <laughs> Holy shit, did you see the Cats trailer? The movie no one asked for? Oh yeah. my god. I haven't seen it and Dude, I, it I'll looks get up to it eventually. Fucking horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Why wouldn't it look horrifying? The play looked friggin' horrifying. Yeah, I mean you've got, you know, Jennifer Hudson, um, Dame Judy Dench, Jason Derulo. They're all these, you know, anthro pomorphic cats oh, jesus Christ. and it, it just it looks it just looks fucking creepy <laughs> yeah i know there are there are cats people out there that love the musical love talk about talk about clowns dude cats freak me out <laughs> and don't get me wrong like i'm i'm a musical guy i like my musicals yeah um cats never really did it for me but to each his own <laughs> i think this movie looks i don't know man i think it's gonna bomb we'll see how it turns out speaking of that man it That'd be fun to do at some point. Maybe do a fandom focus, just like musicals and shit. Yeah. Like TV and movie musicals. I could get on board with that. You know, there have been so many good ones. And I mean, especially with movies, you've I'm got... singing in the rain. <laughs> could do a little uh, presentation. Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah, got dude. Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's... there's Wicked. Wicked, man. Oh, come on now. Wicked Witch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good ones. Hell a lot of yeah. good ones. But, and dude, let me just mention one more thing here. Blade, the announcement of Blade oh, in the MCU. Yeah. Well, that's we're going to talk about that in a little bit, man. Okay. That's why, like, I kind of left most of the MCU announcements out of the news. Yeah. Because we're we're going to be talking I'm about it. I'm just so excited about it. I, I know. Need, I needed to bring it up a little bit. Oh man, we Wesley sniped me on that announcement. Oh snap! snap. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Without further ado, let's get into the fandom focus of the week. Get it. And this week's fandom focus is Spidey Man. Spider Pig. Far from home. Spider Pig. We're gonna do a quick movie review. Hell yeah. We're gonna very quickly jump through the plot, some of the scenes that we like, some shit we didn't like, mm -hmm. and we're gonna discuss really the future of the mcu the yeah. marvel cinematic universe honest opinion um and there's going to be some phase four comic-con hype yep which we're going to talk about 
Uh, Brian already teased that a little bit. I mean, really, you know, we got Blade being announced, which yep. I was pumped. Dude, you're right. But we'll talk about let's let's do Spider Man first. Yeah. And Get then we're Spidey in let's, there. Let's 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 spiderfy this. Spiderfy. I'm gonna shoot my web. <laughs> so all of the initial trailers and marketing of this film I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um the press, everything that they were doing, I mean, you had Jake Gyllenhaal who is portraying you know, he's portraying Mysterio. Yeah. And, you know, comic readers all know that, guess what? Mysterio, he's a bad dude. Yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. The he- hero. And <laughs> every single thing I saw for this film, they're portraying them to be a good guy. And and, for that they're, yeah. and, and they're saying that, you know, we're, we're changing the mold. There's going to be a twist. There's going to be... So part of me is like, oh, shit, well, maybe... Maybe Mysterio is actually going to be a good dude. Yeah. Maybe they're going to somehow. I maybe, started thinking that way too. You know, I heard rumors of a multiverse, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is a multiverse where Mysterio is which, actually a hero. Yeah. Which, when we get to that point, that'll mark one of my very big disappointments. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the movie kicks off. You get Nick Fury and Maria Hill. They're in uh, Mexico, and there's this kind of weird disturbance going on. And out of nowhere, this giant earth elemental type thing blows out of the ground they're trying to shoot it i thought it was sandman at yeah first. <laughs> honestly yeah yeah yep. it kind of had a sandman vibe right and oh ah, actually sneak peek maybe they can use that for future assets yeah but you know and then enter quentin beck aka mysterio he zooms in shooting his yep. green energy beams emo haircut everywhere yeah and then he you know he essentially saves them yeah, you don't want a part of this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's the very start of the movie. So we're all right off the bat. We're like really quick cutscene. I thought it was weird. It was like in and out. I it established what it wanted to, but yeah, no, that was cool. Yep. So then, you know, it it kind of cuts back to the uh, the Midtown School of Science and Technology where Peter goes, MJ goes, and. It's it, kind of a funny little scene. They're doing their, you know, their daily morning news that you yeah. often, you know, we all grew up with that in high of school. Course, yep. All the, the people in the, yeah, the people in the AV club <laughs> and they're all talking. They're essentially talking about what they've they've come to call the blip. Yeah. Which this is the fallout from Thanos' snap, which, again, everyone was gone for, what was it, five years? Five years. Five yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So everyone was gone for five years. Thanos did his and then. Obviously, we know what Tony Stark did. Well, actually, not Tony Stark, but it was actually the Hulk. Yeah. So the Hulk snapped, blipped everyone back into existence, and it's now eight months later after the blip and everyone came back. And it was nice because one of my concerns was we weren't going to see the repercussions of it, all yeah. of these people blipping back into existence. And I think this film being the last film in Marvel Phase 3, I think it did a relatively good job of kind of showing that there were repercussions. This might be me nitpicking a little bit too, but they established that when you came back, you came back where you were at the, you know, if you were in your apartment or anywhere. And I'm sitting there thinking like, well, what if you were in an airplane or a pilot flying the plane? Like, do you that back into honestly, the middle of the sky and dude, take that, a skydive that, into the that ground? That is a great point. Yeah, no, I did not even think about that. Yeah, so I'm sitting there that thinking. That is a terrific point. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I could let it go, but it kind of itched at the back of my head for a little bit there. Yeah, or you're even you're on a, you're now. on a cruise, dude. Yeah, in the middle of the ocean, like that. Like you go and swimming with the sharks, you know. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I, I did that. Didn't even dawn on and me. And they great never point. covered it. So, 
man, now I feel bad for all these people like getting eaten by sharks and like falling from the sky. Like what about traveling carnivals, dude? You're on the friggin' the tight Ferris wheel foreshadowing. Um, and you know, the carnival's not there anymore. And you just right on the ground, yeah. you know? Or what if like you're in a family of trapeze artists and your two parents blip out and then they blip back in and fall to their deaths. And I then, see what you, then you get adopted by a man named Bruce Wayne. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so Swear that's a me. little plot hole that uh <laughs> shit, that's great, man. Kinda, I, yeah. I did not even that's great, 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 yeah. great point. So <clears throat> again, they're they're kind of explaining all that. So they're back yeah. in high school and yeah, it's kind of weird because they're they're trying to finish it up mm-hmm. and the school's organizing. They've got a two week summer field trip coming up in Europe and they're also showcasing, you know, Peter's still he's distraught about Tony's death. Before oh, yeah. I go any further, we should have mentioned too. There's going to be a shit ton of spoilers. <laughs> big we spoilers. haven't spoiled anything yet, but yeah, you know, there's going to be. I mean, if you don't know, Tony died by now. You should not be here. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be huge spoilers. So, yeah. um, and speaking of Tony's death, I mean, at this point, he's essentially become like a martyr in the eyes of the, the entire world. Absolutely. After returning everybody from being dusted and defeating Thanos, <laughs> I mean, pictures. There's statues of Tony Stark, Iron Man. They're present around the entire world. Yep. And Peter, no matter what Peter does, no matter where Peter goes, he has no escape from his grief. No. Because and always and, being reminded. And it's tough because, you know, nobody nobody understands the relationship that they had. Nobody knows he's Spider Man. Exactly. And, you know, everywhere he goes, he's reminded that mm-hmm. Tony's gone. Press, friends, and, doesn't matter. And more and more is getting put on Spider Man, aka Peter's shoulders mm-hmm. at a very young age. Yep. So all throughout this, he also he's developed feelings for Mary Jane Surprise. and MJ. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and it, you know, and his feelings must have grown drastically over that eight month span yeah. after the blip that we hadn't seen because, like you said, there was there was a little very <clears throat> little bit of an inkling yeah. at the end of Homecoming. But this is like all of a sudden it's like full on like I'm it in love a, with this girl. It was a surprise, but not a surprise because they had homeless MJ. I mean MJ in Homecoming, yeah, homeless. <laughs> and they they had her in there for a reason. It wasn't like they weren't gonna inch toward that story. Well, we had at some we, point. we had no idea that was even MJ. Not until the end of Homecoming, because at the it, end at the end she says like, like my, my friends call me MJ. MJ. Yeah, so. We've seen something coming, but yeah, you're right. In eight months, it went from zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to deal with that. He's trying to plan on how he can kindle that relationship when they go overseas. And then at the same time, again, Aunt May at this point, or just calls her May because, you know, she's hot Aunt May. <laughs> hot, hot Aunt May. <laughs> By the way, let me just mention MJ in this movie, completely more likable than in Homecoming. They did a way better job with her character. Yeah, I think that I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, in Homecoming, she but was yeah. very, yeah, hot so, on May. Yeah, yeah, hot on May. <laughs> so they're doing a fundraising event, and you know, Happy comes in, says, "Hey, you know, get Nick Fury calling you." <laughs> Peter's like, "Nope, ignoring it. I don't want to deal with that right Ghosted now." And he goes Nick out, Fury. and you know, he's just being. He's now, you know, he's in his Spidey suit. People don't understand this is a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah. People just understand that Iron Man's gone. They're now seeing Spider-Man as a hero, mm-hmm. and it's still the entire world is still effed up from the blip. 
And oh, yeah, they're still all the, all the questions, you know, are you an Avenger now? Mm-hmm. Are you here to keep the world safe? Are you the next Iron Man? Are you the leader? Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. And he, he freaks out and he just, he bails. Yep. And I just don't think he can handle that stress. No. And Which you kind of, they really hammered it home in this movie. Yeah. Definitely. And you kind of, yeah. you kind of see that throughout the movie. So <clears throat> at this point, you know, Peter and his buddies, they get on a plane and again, a whole failed plan trying to get next to MJ and yeah. this and that. And I, I don't know, man, at this point, I do want to interject and kind of say, I feel like a lot of the comedy, it was forced. I felt like like the awkwardness, a lot of the awkwardness that felt natural in Homecoming. Yeah. It just felt very forced throughout <laughs> this entire movie. Definitely. The whole thing with Ned and his girlfriend. <clears throat> oh, God. The goofy teacher chaperones. I just don't think the comedic effect worked in this movie. Maybe a, maybe it was a byproduct of being the first film after Endgame. Maybe. And, but, you know, Endgame was so emotionally draining. Uh, yeah. And just a lot of the... Just a lot of that... It felt humor like- and everything that worked in Homecoming... I just felt like it It just did not work for me in this film. No, I don't know what it was. I think it hit a couple times, but other than that, throughout the movie, it really laid it on thick. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of at some point like, all right, dude, move along. Get to the plot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. <clears throat> so, again, uh, and you get Peter Parker's uh, and everyone's classmate, Brad, who's now... <laughs> Brad. Now he's what, like 32? Yeah. And he's somehow like creepily still hanging out in this group. <laughs> Did they ever address what his age actually is? Because they're all claiming all these kids are still what, like 16? Yeah, but Brad didn't disappear. He Correct. Didn't, he, he didn't blip and he's five he, years older. So he's five years older, but was he like, what was he, 11 or he 12? He must have been. Oh, no, wait. I think they said he was eight. I want to say. I feel like I heard. There's no way. Because they show his kid picture in that scene. That, that is not a 13-year-old kid, dude. <laughs> He's like giant. I could have sworn. Maybe he was eight. just short for his Maybe age. Maybe 10. Yeah. I don't know. But because he's, that, I think he's supposed to be 16. Like, Yeah. That, that was bugging me. I'm like, why is this 21-year-old kid like yeah. going, hanging out with 16-year-olds and like crushing on MJ? I was like, oh, man, this is kind of weird. Right? But yeah, maybe, maybe he was 11 or 12 when he hung out with them. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But again, they get there. Uh, water, water elemental shows up. Pretty cool scene. Oh yeah, it's destroying Venice. You got Peter without his suit, trying to do all this, and then enter Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, destroys the creature. Uh, Fury, Nick Fury, at this point interjects. He ends up meeting with Peter Parker, and gives him Tony Stark's glasses, which he Eat claims it. are meant for his successor. Yep. And the glasses are equipped with an artificial intelligence called Edith. Which it's an acronym for "Even Dead, I'm the Hero," which is, I love it. That was great. That was some good Tony Stark, right? Yeah, there. that yeah. was that was you know very much a thing that Tony would do. Even then, dude, like even before this twist, I'm like, what are you doing? Like you just met this guy, you know? Oh, so yeah, we're gonna get to that in a little yeah. bit. So, and again, so you know, Peter has these glasses, and it 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 controls everything. Pretty much everything Stark Industries. Um, they have a large, you know, orbital weapons supply, yeah. intelligence, all these Satellites, different things. So, everything. so you mean to tell me, as paranoid as shit as Nick Fury is, he's going to hand over billions, potentially trillions of dollars in weaponized tech to a 16-year-old kid? Yeah. No, it that, that made absolutely no sense. Even if Tony told him, you know, you're going to give this to Peter or whatever, I choose Peter, I cannot see Nick Fury doing this. So at this point... Peter meets Beck, Quentin Beck. He claims he's from 
in another universe. So enter the multiverse theory. Well, could it be, sorry for interrupting you, but could it be that Nick Fury couldn't access these glasses and Peter Parker was the only one who was able to even activate them? Yeah, possible, and but maybe, even if the, even if that was the case, Fury still would have had a pretty good idea out. of yeah. what those glasses would do. Yeah, or he would sit there and say, "All right, put them on and <laughs> turn them on, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then see what it does. Yeah, so yeah, that right. whole thing was just very out of character, which may actually make sense may. a little bit later it, uh, when we may. talk about Nick Fury mm-hmm. and Maria Hill a bit more. Maybe, but. Again, so Quentin Beck claims he's from another universe, so we're talking multiverse theory. I was all about it. So I was like, sweet. Yeah. All right, multiverse. This makes sense. Awesome. And that opens up people. Yeah, new people, new ideas, all this shit. So this point, Peter Parker's like, you know what? I want a vacation. I'm out. He bails. Yeah. So Nick Fury doing his Nick Fury thing. He redirects the school trip to Prague, (laughs) where the fire where the fire elemental is projected to strike. Yep. And at this point, they've talked multiple times now about how the fire elemental is the strongest elemental. Yes. How Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, has failed. Like, he was he was essentially a captain or a strike force on his world to stop these elementals. He claims the fire is the strongest, and if it gets big enough, it can pull power from the Earth's core. And, and at that point, it goes nuclear, essentially, and it blows up planet. the world. Yeah. So, this is a... We keep hearing in this movie a lot in Avengers level threat. Yeah, how the fuck <laughs> are some new guy that again Nick Fury barely knows? He's yeah. taking his word for everything at this point. And Spider Man, Spider Man, who has a power set that has nothing to do with stopping fire. No, not at all. I mean, like how 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 are these people? And not only that, he doesn't even have his regular suit. He has a stealth suit. And dude, night, night monkey, monkey. suit. <laughs> Like, Night Monkey was dude, awesome. You're trying to tell me Night Monkey's gonna stop the fucking fire elemental? No, no, <laughs> no. That at all. Night Night Monkey was great though. I, I did like that. That Night gave monkey, me a laugh. Help us, Night Monkey. <laughs> so that's my whole thing. I think that's a huge pl- plot hole. Little bit. I mean, especially where you have the end of Endgame. You're seeing literally dozens of heroes. Yeah, dozens. And when Peter talks to Fury, you know, Peter flat out asks Fury like. Well, what about Doctor Strange? Yeah. He's like, oh, no, he's unavailable. Yeah. What about or Captain Marvel? He's like, oh, Don't no. invoke her name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, just, you know, alluding to the fact she's God. Yeah, basically, but, no, nobody's around. No one hasn't been seen. How nothing, is there? There's know? dozens of heroes at this point. Mm. How there's no one else he can reach out to with the networking that he has, knowing it's this level of threat. I found that kind of silly. And Dude, I mean, the only... The Punisher. The He'll o- take him out. <laughs> the only counterpoint I will make to this is... Perhaps Quentin Beck, knowing that these were, again, spoilers, that all of this were illusions, maybe he convinced Fury that only Mysterio could deal with these threats. Maybe. And any other heroes coming in besides Spider-Man would have been in the way. But, dude, we're talking about Nick Fury. Well, we're talking about Nick Fury. (laughs) You know, and this is a guy that knows everything. He plans ahead. He's got a plan B, C, D, E, and F, you know? Yeah. for somebody to new to convince him, nope, you don't need the help of some of the most powerful superheroes in the universe. Yeah. is a little stretch. Yeah, yeah. So and when, even Peter Parker's like, dude, I'm Spider-Man, a neighborhood hero. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do, you know? You've been to space, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so, like, well, that was more like by accident, but I get your point. Yeah, so in any case, they fight this fire elemental. Kind of a cool scene, this back and forth. MJ sees the whole thing. Yep. And, yeah, after that, they defeat it. 
and it looks like Mysterio sacrifices himself to stop it, but he actually survives. Of course. And after that, there's more of that banter going back and forth with, you know, at this point, you can you can tell Quentin Beck is, he seems like that role model that Peter lost when Tony died. Which is a problem He's, I had because I was rooting for Jake Gyllenhaal as like the good guy hero, yes. you know? Yes, yes. I, I, I did as well because he was playing it very well. Yeah. You know, very stoic, very... Gyllenhaal's a great actor. It was a great pick. Definitely. It was a great pick to bring him into the MCU. Yep. So, you know, at this point, you know, they break off, and then, you know, Beck's like, let's go get a drink. They sit down in the bar, and, you know, they're talking back and forth. And Can I... Let me just stop you there, because this scene's going on, and I'm sitting there like, you're in the middle of a foreign country in a crowded bar. Mysterio is decked out in fucking superhero gear with no mask on. And Spider-Man's wearing a night monkey suit, and no one looks their way. I'm going to mention, I want to mention, yeah, I'm going to mention this a little bit later, too. I was not a huge fan of just the overall, honestly, I want to call it the NPC effect. (laughs) I almost felt like everybody outside the film that wasn't a main actor was a non-playable character. Yeah. That they were just there to be in the scenes, because I felt like they didn't interact and they didn't acknowledge anything. I'll just mention it now. There's another scene later on where Peter's in full Spidey costume swinging with MJ. Yeah. Then they land in a crowded New York like street. <laughs> right. And they're standing there for a good minute while they're talking. No one even acknowledges nope. that Spider-Man is standing right there. Yeah. And he's supposedly like a huge hero of the world. Yeah. He's supposed to take selfies with fans and, you know, he And everyone's walking right everybody. by them. Yeah. And everyone's it's just, just like, nah. You know, you would have thought he would have been mobbed immediately. We've seen aliens come from the sky, so Spider-Man ain't shit. No, nah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It's yeah. New Yorkers, man. Nothing nothing I, surprises them. Exactly. So, again, he's talking to Beck, and Peter takes the... Or Beck says something like, hey, you dropped the glasses, or something like that. Yep. You know, Peter picks them up, puts them on. Then he hands them to Beck. Beck puts them on. Peter has, like, a whole moment of... Again, he, Peter acknowledges that yeah. he's not ready. He's too young. He looks at Beck with the, the glasses. The next Iron Man, and he I says, choose you or something. Yeah, like that, and he yeah. says, "You know what? You're you're a righteous hero, and you just save the world. You have experience. You, th- these glasses need to go to you. You'll know <clears throat> what to do." Yeah, and I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm I'm just I, I'm I'm like livid as this is going on because I'm like, this is a guy that he's known for less than a week. Who's claiming he's from another dimension and he's handing over, you know, he almost killed a classmate <laughs> with a drone strike. And now you're handing this over to a dude that you barely know. Like you couldn't wait a couple weeks literally for Captain enough, Marvel to come back or yeah, somebody. It's, it's literally you know? enough firepower to destroy probably the world. Probably, knowing Tony. Yeah. <laughs> knowing <laughs> right? Tony. A few so, key phrases and that world is gone, dude. So at this point, he hands it over. Peter feels better about it. He feels like the burden is off of him. <laughs> he leaves. Yep. And this... Get the Shyamalan twist with the twist, <laughs> and it's when you see all of a sudden the entire room. There's yep. a lot of holograms going on. Everybody in there is an actor. Yep, and you realize, lo and behold, we were right all along. If you're a comic mm-hmm. reader, Quentin Beck, aka Mysterio, is a bad he's dude. The bad guy. He's the bad guy. It's been projectors and holograms all along. Yep. You know, masquerade. He's been masquerading as a hero. And I mean, this again to me, I mean, you mentioned 
This this is funny. You actually mentioned you were getting Mandarin vibes Dude, at this twist. The first thought that popped into my from head Iron Man three was I was on board with this and uh, this character. I was rolling with it, and then they twist it completely and it disappointed me at first i was like i was rooting for this dude and then just like the mandarin who i thought was friggin terrifying one of the best villains we've seen they turned him into a friggin hippie drink drunk fucking pot yeah, i mean the mandarin know? is arguably supposed to be iron man's yeah nemesis and so yeah they just threw me off guard again like all right but they came back from it i think a little bit yeah they did yeah. And i mean this to, this just to me again it's another chink in the plot armor mm-hmm. that you know, Nick Fury, again, we mentioned he's paranoid, he's well-connected, badass motherfucker. How in the hell did he not recognize that a former higher-up that worked directly under Tony Stark <laughs> yeah. and developed incredible holographic technology was masquerading as this dude? Especially, he, I, he, didn't even, he didn't even change his fucking name. No. It was still Quentin Beck. <laughs> and, I mean, dude, Homecoming's plot was literally an ex-Stark employee coming back for revenge yes. against Tony Stark. Like you'd think there was Well the vulture little... was, the vulture never worked for Stark. I mean the he, Well, yeah, that's But he 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 was stealing Didn't they want him to work for Stark or something like that? Uh no. To nope. work under Stark, no. Nope, nope. He was he was uh the vulture was he was working um uh the Chatori invasion. Yeah, the salvaging essentially. Yeah. So he never worked under him. But Okay, my mistake. But I mean I know what you were getting at. You know what I mean? Somebody Tony Stark has wronged comes to take revenge. Surprise, surprise. You'd think there was precedent there. Yeah, you know? I mean, the only thing, like, again, we're going to mention the counterpoint. I mean, perhaps this Quentin Beck, when he initially approached Fury and Fury called him out on it, maybe he just said he was, again, from another world and maybe he was a mirror image of that Quentin Beck on that now-destroyed Earth. But if that was the case... Wouldn't Fury want to track down the real Quentin Beck to corroborate that story? Yeah. Way too much trust was given to Beck. It was poorly explained, and it was kind of left up to our own interpretation to further the plot. I mean, if you want to add anything there, if not, we can move on. I mean, seriously, dude, I know there might be some people out there who one of the twists in the end credits could explain the behavior of Nick Fury, but I think that's going to be a little bit of a stretch, too. You know, yeah, we'll talk. So, we'll talk. Yeah, about we'll that talk a more bit. about it, but it's hard to talk about it without spoiling. So it right now. again, yeah. MJ deduces that <clears throat> Peter is Spider-Man. No shit. Probably like half the world should know that. Well, she was point. like sixty-seven percent. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and and it, it it's not surprising. So she shows him the debris, the debris which ends up act. It's a projector, mm. and she drops it, and it ends up showing a simulation of the air elemental which peter ended up ac- accidentally catching in one of his webs yes. that he shoots during the battle with a yes. uh, fire element and that immediately leads them both to realize that beck is a fraud and at this point peter admits everything to mj he's like you know what <laughs> yeah. yeah i am spider-man more important things yeah <laughs> so you know parker travels to berlin he meets up with fury and here is in my opinion where the best part of the movie starts so he meets up with what yes. he believes is fury definitely yeah um, and then all of a sudden realizes that he's in an illusion. So he starts so cool. He starts battling, you know, multiple illusions and we get a bunch of amazing sequences. Dude, this like reminded me straight up of scarecrow scenes with yes. Batman. Yes. I got serious scarecrow. I, I vibes. said the exact <clears throat> same thing to yep. Nicole. When and we left was- when when we when we left the theater, 
I said this is this is almost verbatim. Like the, when they designed this, yeah, these guys must have been Arkham Asylum like <laughs> right? fans, yeah. Because if you go back and look at those scenes, ah, uh, so especially just like amazing, the, and, and and it was finally that this is when I smiled and I said, all right, I can get on board with this. Oh, definitely. This this is what Mysterio is. Yep. This and is this fucking is, cool. So instead of the twist turning him into a villain, and not only just a villain but a bad villain, he turns out to be a pretty badass. Uh, opponent of Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, and and I like that Mysterio's whole character is illusion, and more importantly, deception. Yeah, and you start to see like everything you think is a certain thing, it's not. Yep. And case in point, you see Fury. You know, Peter's getting all left up, and then all of a sudden the illusion ends. Mm-hmm. You see Beck get shot by Fury. You know, Fury comes over. He's like, hey, you know. You know, you need to tell me right now. Who else did you tell about this? Yeah. He's like, you know, they could be in danger. You got to tell me right now. And Peter, oblivious, stupid idiot, <laughs> tells him immediately. Well, and dude, then, he doesn't have his Peter tingle, let's hey, remember. So, we'll talk I about mean, that too kinda, in a little bit. You know. <laughs> so, again, it's another illusion, which, you know, an illusion within an illusion. We're getting a memento feel here. Yeah. So, and then he's hit by a train. Hit by a goddamn train. <laughs> like, I feel and like. And he mans was, up. He survives it, which is cool. I feel that was like. Uh, like an opposite effect of the Tobey Maguire scene. Like, you know what? Fuck him stopping a train. The train stops him. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Like, boom. <laughs> Carefully. He's a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. So, Tobey Maguire with trains one. Tom Holland zero. <laughs> yeah. It was cool, though. It was out of nowhere. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. So, he awakens in a jail cell in the Netherlands. This was a, this was actually one of the kind of funny scenes. <laughs> Everyone's being so nice here, yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, this is—I I highlighted this because I wanted to mention it. <clears throat> you see, Peter just literally put his hand over the lock, and he just snaps. Oh yeah, with no effort. Yep, and goes out. And this is one of the things that bother me in Homecoming, and I talked to you about this. Yeah, absolutely. way too much emphasis on. I felt like his web shooters were his only, mm-hmm. his only offensive weapon in this. And we're going to talk about it a little bit too. You are seeing his strength, his Definitely. agility, yep. his intelligence. So he's 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 come a long way as Spider Man. Absolutely. And I was very happy to see them showcase that. Yeah. And the fact that he got hit by a train and survived. So there's the you know he has he does have increased durability. He has I, a healing factor. I knew he was going to break that lock, and I'm sitting there like I hope you know they show him breaking this lock yeah, instead of going help <laughs> help you yeah. know let me out yeah it's like nope beast mode snap the lock and walk that was right perfect. out perfect yeah so at this point Happy picks him up and are we, you real <laughs> yeah exactly that, that was kind of cool too yeah tell me something I only know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you ordered adult films when we went to I can tell you what the name of the film yeah no 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 so that was again we mentioned not too many funny moments that was one of them yeah so. Um, they get on the plane, they're heading back, and he happy happy gives Peter the pep talk. Yeah, the talk. The talk that he needs, saying, you know what? No one's ever gonna be Tony, no one's ever gonna be Iron Man, you know, but you need to be you need to be Spider Man. What are you gonna do? The Spider Man Tony thought you could be. Yeah. Or pretty knew much. you could be, yeah. So we get a sequence which is a direct nod back to the original Iron Man. Oh yeah. You see, you know, some of Tony's all of this tech come out. Peter goes up. He starts working the consoles. 
and you see, you know, he starts building his own Spidey suit yeah. with everything on board. Mini Stark. Yeah, you right get the there. holographic image come up. He reaches his hand in, just like in the original Iron Man. Yep. And it was cool. Definitely, it was cool. Yeah. And I, again, this is the one <laughs> moment in the film that made me laugh out loud where, you know, Happy's like, let me throw some music uh, on. Again, throwback. Yeah. Yep. ACDC, you know, classic, you know, back in black. And then we hear Peter excitedly go, yeah, oh, great. I love, I love Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was such like a and, you know, young and, kid thing to do. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Illustrating you, that he's still a teenager. Exactly. You know? And you can tell like some of the younger people in the theater did not get that no, joke. No, yeah. But there was me and another guy in the same row that yep. just laughed out loud. Like, oh, that's they, great. It was the same thing with me. Yep. So that got a laugh out of me. So back in London, Beck, aka Mysterio, he's using Edith to orchestrate the biggest illusion yet essentially mm-hmm. a taking all of the uh, elementals morphing them together as an avengers level threat he wants to show to the world that mysterio is the greatest hero in the world Morphed bar none them all together like the power rangers by our powers <laughs> combined Yep, that was we a cool scene. I like because who said that? Somebody in the movie was like, "You mean like the power rangers?" and they're like, mm-hmm. "Who's the power rangers?" you know. I do remember that. Yep. It might have been one of the teachers, actually. I think so, yeah. So, in any case, you know, Beck is using all of this essentially also as a cover because he wants to kill MJ because she knows what's going on. Yep. And, you know, Parker, at this point, he jumps out of the plane as Spider-Man. He's got his new suit. And you kind of got to see a cool action scene where he flies in the middle of this giant illusion. And at this point, you, you can see, man, he's more in touch with his powers and abilities. Oh, yeah compared to homecoming and he's utilizing the peter tingle yeah <laughs> yeah this is kind of like the uh the coming to his own moment you know exactly he finally feels comfortable in that suit yep he so he's swinging from uh he's swinging from drone to drone, drone to drone yep and he does uh and electrifies them all blows half of them <clears throat> up and pisses back off and at this <laughs> point there's a great scene where you know he's swinging all around drones are in tow He's taking them out one by one. He's dodging bullets left and right. Yeah. Using his spider sense. There was a lot going on on the screen at the same time. Yeah. And it got a little convoluted at some points, but I think overall they did a really good job. Yeah, and at this point, Happy's landed and he's his plane's been blown up. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to create, you know, MJ and everyone else in the crew. They're kind of running because the drones are after them as well. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, and we mentioned it earlier, you know, you wanted to see Peter use things other than just his web slingers. We got that. There was a cool scene where he needed to get up to get to back on that skywalk. Yeah. And he looked around. He ended up grabbing, I think, a car door to essentially use as it a was shield. a sign. Or a sign. I'm yeah, sorry. A, a sign. sign from the bridge. Yeah. And, you know, he runs up. Uh, one of the, the drones that shoots the sonic blast ends mm-hmm. up blowing him upwards. And it was just cool to see him use, you know, he was out of webs at this point, and he still was a badass. They use his intelligence, which they really dumb down in this movie. They kind of make him look like an idiot a lot of the time, like a dumb little kid. Did you notice that through this movie, or was that just me? Uh, no. They I, had I moments of I didn't where see that. He, his genius came out. But, you know, Beck flat out said, you know, don't apologize for being the smartest person in the room. But, yeah, at the same time, there were just moments like, dude, you're being a stupid kid, you know? I think think that's less, that's less, you know, IQ intelligence and more emotional intelligence, what you're talking about, because he's still portraying a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Which we're we're going to remember that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So, again, he bumps up, 
takes on back. There's another cool. Oh yeah. There's another cool kind of scene, and you know he's closing in on back. Back is using more illusions. Very close kind of like a, a yeah. mini scene of what we've seen with Nick. Yes, Fury. exactly. Yeah. And it's just awesome. You just see him. Spider sense the shit out of this. Yeah, because he's ready for it. This barehanded, just smashing these things. <clears throat> yeah, and it's just it's he went awesome. Berserker mode in that thing. Yeah, and then at the very end, you see back on the ground, he's been shot by a stray bullet, and Peter's talking to him, and then like literally just you couldn't even perceive it with the human eye. No, nope. his hand snaps out. That blocks, was cool. Blocks Beck's gun. You realize the Beck on the ground is actually an illusion. The other Beck was pointing a gun right yeah, at his head. Because you knew something was coming, but even I didn't think that was going to come that fast. Yeah. You were yeah. just like, holy shit. Yeah. And again, <laughs> you know? that's really showing that he is coming into his own as a hero. Yeah. And again, Beck ends up biting the big one, supposedly. Supposedly. You know, he Edith, is an illusion Edith scan, master. Edith scans him and says, you know, yes, he is in fact dead. Yep. So... At this point, Peter meets up with MJ. They have their awkward kind of little kiss thing going on, like 16-year-olds do. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's happy. Or so we think. So we think. So, cut to towards the end of the movie. Uh, Spidey picks up MJ, ends up web-slinging her all around the city. Yep. She's screaming. She's we like, okay. We finally see a true web-slinging moment, by the way. Yeah. Because up until that point, swinging through New New York City... Wasn't really showcased a no. lot in these and it was beautiful Spider-Man. It was great. And I loved it. I loved how they cut like right up to their faces and MJ's like, oh my God, oh, instead of the whole romantic like swing around the city, you know? Yeah, like you got with Kirsten Dunst. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Toby you got McGuire. a real girl who's like, Jesus Christ, don't fucking drop me. <laughs> nothing to do with nothing to do with being a girl. I would be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, holy crap. Because she was the one holding on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, if I was holding on to Spidey, I'd be like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they're swinging through. And again, I mentioned this before, but they land in the middle of a heavily populated area. At this point, Spider-Man is a celebrity. Yeah. Why doesn't anybody come up and, and say, Spider-Man, take a picture of this yep. or that? Everybody leaves him alone. Plot and then another thing, he's landing. He was just web-slinging with MJ right into a populated area. You don't think there are people that can snap a photo and say, why is Spider-Man with <laughs> this, girl? Yeah, this girl? You know, his his whole thing with why he's like, you know, I need to keep my identity a secret. They could go after people I care about yeah, and love. Protect Dude, the people you just loves. landed with the woman that you're claiming you love in a heavily populated area where people could snap pictures or identify her and say, oh, wow, Spider-Man is giving her, you know, web-slinging rides around you, the city. You maybe. could maybe write it off as a girl he saved from a prior crime. Yeah. But that's, again, like, you really got to suspend belief to, for some of these plot holes, dude, you know? Yeah, so that, you know, I was getting <clears throat> vibes of, like, Aladdin, like, a magic carpet <laughs> ride. Yeah. yeah. But... A whole new world. Yeah, so, shit, we should do a Disney fandom at random soon. Me singing? Oh, uh, you no. meant the movies. Oh, no, I can. Shit. That's all right. I can kill right, you. I can kill your mic for that fine. one. Fine. <laughs> so, at this point, you know, movie, the movie ends, and you're like, "All right, cool." This you know, bothered he's, me a lot. He, he, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. now, so we're all, you know, this and that. Mid credit scene hits. Mm-hmm. One of the fucking coolest parts in the movie. One of my favorites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally. I shit you not, I got looks, I don't care in the theater, I stood up and clapped. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Yee! So, you know, you're you're watching this, he's in New York, and the giant 
you know, the giant like teleprompter screens yep. that are on the sides of buildings, <clears throat> lights up, breaking news. Was it Times Square? Let, I think it was Times Square. Yeah. So it's like, let's cut the J. Jonah Jameson. Mm. It's J.K. Simmons. <laughs> like, what? Yes. Spider-Man. Bring me pictures Bring of Spider-Man. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. I was pumped. I was like, oh. Dude, that was awesome. J.K. Simmons is back as J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. Best casting one of Absolutely. the best casting in the MCU. Yeah. This man literally is J. Jonah's name. <clears throat> J. Jonah Jameson. No, I would have nobody else. Nope. So your tempo or my tempo? Your tempo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever seen Whiplash? Oh, my God. He's dude. a monster yeah. in that. <laughs> oh, so, gee, all right, he made so, that fucking movie. Oh, yeah. So in any case, yeah, we get J. Jonah Jameson back with the Daily Bugle. It's fucking great. Yep. And he starts reporting on the London incident. So all of a sudden, they show Beck. And it's not what we've it's seen not at what, the end it's of the not movie. what we've seen at the end of the movie. He's saying that you know he's he's trying to stop Spider-Man. Yeah, and Spider-Man has been causing all of these illusions and all this damage. And then all of a sudden he says, "And I know his secret identity." It's pit, and then it cuts it out. It cuts out. You like, oh, and then I'm like, God. okay, <laughs> I'm like, all right, thank God. Then all of a sudden, a second later, it yeah. cuts back in. It his name is Peter Parker. What the. F- to the entire world, and you see him. You see Spider-Man's head go up, like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, dude. And then it ends. And this, to me, is this is such a departure from anything we've ever seen with Spider-Man. Absolutely. In comics, in animation, in movies, the biggest thing with Spider-Man, he is his identity. He's is one of the always, few people to keep his identity. Always, yeah. Always, always, always. Yep. You know, keeps but his you identity. You know what bothered secret. me about this, and also the second part we're going to be talking about as well. That seemed like a moment for the main movie because whether we like it or not, we're smart enough to stick around for the end credits. Not a lot of people are. So you're going to keep the reveal of Peter Parker's identity for an end credit scene? See, I disagree. I disagree, and this is where I, why I disagree. So Marvel, people that go to see Marvel movies, we have been programmed. Yeah. We have been, everybody is on board with, it, it, it's so bad. It's to the point now where if you get up when the movie ends, yeah, people will say to you, "Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, whoa. wait, 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 sit yeah. down." So I know what you're saying, but we're like what, like twenty something movies yeah, into the dude. MCU where they do this every time, and every time I see, a and movie it was, in the and theater. it was, and it was a mid credit scene, and that's so why this one didn't bother me this, as much. This, this scene hit. It was what, what like two I think minutes? It was two two, two minutes and, and change, three minutes in, and yeah. So I, like I didn't have as much of an issue with me that. neither. But I mean. Every movie I see in the theater, I still but, see people walking up. But the thing, you know? yeah, the thing I will say to you, like, this is groundbreaking. Yeah. This, this is, is like fucking huge, dude. This is like, how the hell is this going to affect the MCU? Like, Spider-Man is supposed to be now a prominent figure in the Avengers, in Marvel Phase 4, Phase 5, whatever. Absolutely. With Tom Holland. How is he going to do that with his identity out there? I don't know. How are they going to rectify <clears throat> this? This is going to be a big part of. I want to hear about it. Yeah, like they need they need to address it, dude. Yeah, 100%. you drop a bomb like that, you absolutely need to keep people keep tabs on what's going on. You know, but and then you know to again adding to this point. I mean, if people know of Spider Man, they must know of other heroes. Mm-hmm. So this is already going to be a pet pet peeve of mine. Why wouldn't these other heroes then immediately come out and say no? Yeah, no, this is false. Quentin Beck was the master of illusion. This yep. was all doctored. False news. <laughs> Fake news. But I mean, at the same point, at uh, to that same end, his name is out there now. Yeah. His name's out it's there. It's out so there. And as I don't, we all know, in this day and age, 
it so, doesn't go away. So who yeah. knows if maybe they're going to have to incorporate more time travel or if they're going to, you know, have the biggest men in black, like flashy <laughs> thing and just wipe everyone's right. minds. Yep. I don't know. So that is going to be, I'm going to keep an eye on that going forward in the MCU. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the very last post credit scene, uh, it, it actually flashes to outer space. And it's the Skrulls, uh, Talos, the ship. Yep. So um, Skrulls, so Talos, um, Talos and Soren. I'm um, sorry, the, the Skrulls that we saw in Captain Marvel, they're actually revealed to have been masquerading the entire time as Fury and Hill. Yeah. While on Earth, which this took me by surprise, came out of left fucking field. Yeah. No, nobody yeah. saw this. <clears throat> yeah. Nobody saw this at all, and. We were mentioning this may explain some of the inconsistencies yeah. that we would see from Nick Fury and Maria Hill. But to that same end, if I'm not mistaken, the Skrulls have the technology where when they do this, they can essentially copy all of the other person's memories, and personality, me and, and everything, work, correct? We're talking about this at work today, and I meant to look it up before I came here. Did they confirm that in Captain Marvel? Uh... I believe so. Because I know in the comics, that is the lore. They are able to do that. I, I just couldn't remember if they could. I I, no, they, they can because they have the whole machine, too, right. that they do it with. Okay, yeah, yeah. But because that was the whole, like, there was a scroll that got the code, and that's why it threw Captain Marvel off at yeah, first. But, yeah. So to me, it's like, but... So then they flash to Fury, who's... He looks like he's on a beach, like a holographic <laughs> yeah, beach. Yeah. Then he gets up and... He talks to other Skrulls, you know, on a spaceship. And at this point, they don't directly mention it. This has to be the start of S.W.O.R.D., which if you read the Marvel comics, everybody knows S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And the, I should say, I want to say little brother, but really the older brother, it's called S.W.O.R.D. Uh, yeah. And it stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department. Yeah. So just <coughs> like they sound where shield is literally the shield on earth yep to protect the earth from threats sword is the offense the offense yeah and they're going out and and i think it. i think i think fury at this point with everything he's seen i think at this point he said you know what we we've been on defense for so long yeah against cosmic threats mystical threats magical threats yeah. super super threats we need to go on the offensive and I think that's what we're going to see with with the inception of. And you Sword. have a direct line to one of the most powerful intergalactic heroes out there, Captain Marvel. So what better time to do it than now? You know? Sure. And let me just address the problem here. A lot of people are saying, "How are the Krull going to know how to imitate Nick Fury?" Blah blah blah. Even without that machine and the memories and everything, let's remember he met the Krull. 25 years ago now. Yes. He's had 25 years to train these people. You know what? That's, that's a great point. Yeah. He's had a long time to set these people up to take over that role. So if you're thinking about it a little bit, it makes sense. Well, the At scary least. thing is that's now, think, now thinking sense. back, how long... How do you know that there weren't other instances in early Marvel films? That's what... That I, may not have even been Fury. And that's what I was just going to say. How long has Fury been off-world... And how working long on have this. the Krull been imitating Fury and his partner? There? Yeah, that's that's interesting to think about. It's something to think about. I don't know if they're going to do anything with it, but hmm. it's there. It's out cool. there. Yeah. So I mean, let's get let's give our rankings here. I mean, again, we mentioned it, it almost seems like talking about this film. Like we may have nitpicked the shit out of it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I absolutely I, enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I really did enjoy it. There this a is lot one of, of those times where you can really 
pick it apart. But if you see it, you're going to walk out feeling very entertained. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, for Marvel, you know, we had Endgame. This, this movie was the end of Phase 3, which this was the end of the biggest chapter in the MCU, you know, that we potentially may ever see. Yeah. Ever. I think it did... It did it. It did an adequate job. Yeah, it did what it had to do. It was enjoyable with some flaws. I give it a B minus. Yeah, I give it a solid B minus. I think that's fair. And honestly, sitting here talking about it a little more, this might seem a little low, but I'm going to give it a C plus. Mm-hmm. And that's because the more plot holes I was reminded of sitting here talking about it, it knocked it down for a solid B to a C plus for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you know with. You know, averaging it out again, it's going to fall right around that B minus. Yeah, kind of enjoyable. Point. I think a good popcorn flick with a little bit of depth. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, know? and I and you know, I I think in my opinion, MCU they need they need to get Gyllenhaal back. <laughs> yeah, in one way, one shape, or form. To. And honestly, that's the beauty of the character of Mysterio yeah. is that he is illusion incarnate. Even if Beck did die. How do we know that he didn't have another contingency? We where saw his uh, little his pal assistant. there take the USB drive with everything downloaded. All the, all on the it. information. So, yeah. I mean, he very easily, especially where they've now leaked to the public and they're thinking Mysterio's a hero. Mm-hmm. This guy can sit behind a laptop, send out drones with illusions, and Illusion guess what? Myster- Mysterio's back. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it. Not only for star power, but. You know, he played both sides of the character awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Yep, I agree. So, and I mean, you got to bring him back only because, dude, they got to do Sinister Six at some point. Yeah. In this, in this, in this universe. trying to get there. They just haven't been able to. They hinted that. at it at the end of Homecoming with yep. Vulture going in and then the dude with the scorpion tattoo on his neck. Yep. So, I I hope. Hopefully that's coming, yeah. And then lastly, I mean, my, my kind of final thought before we move on to the future of the MCU but yeah. I think at this point Marvel needs to they need to do some kind of time skip for the Spidey films in the future absolutely we had Homecoming we had this <laughs> again especially with the blip and they've both been they've been stuck at that 15 16 year old age bracket in high <clears> school <throat> and we've now gotten multiple films you know also between Civil War yeah um, Infinity War with you know Tom Holland playing this young 16 year old innocent Spider-Man it's time to move on and age them up a bit. I mean, Tom Holland and Zendaya, they're both in their early 20s at this point. Don't get me wrong. They can pull off looking and acting like yeah. younger teens. But I think a slight time skip and showing them, you know, even show them in like college or something Dude, like Tom that. Tom Holland has the acting chops to do a time skip, act like a more mature adult Peter Parker and pull it off, I think. I think so too. So yeah, it would and, make and, complete sense. And and if you you start bringing that in, you can start dealing with more adult themed. Mm-hmm. You know, not not only adult themes, but also adult villains. You're talking Venom, Carnage, absolutely, Green Goblin. Yep. So Spider Man, honestly, like I'm a huge DC DC fan as well. Yep. If you're talking DC and Marvel, I I would put Spider Man in top three with Rogues Gallery. Yeah. I mean, he has his villains are fan. Fantastic. Definitely, dude. And that's the bread and butter of Spider-Man to me. So they have a lot to pull from. And not only that, but they're obviously, I mean, I think it's pretty much confirmed they're trying to set him up as the next 
pseudo Tony Stark, the tech guy, the leader. Well, not anymore. Now he's enemy number one, <laughs> well, enemy yeah, of the state. It, it, depending on what happens after that. But yeah, so being older would definitely fill that role better. So let's let's move on from Spider-Man. We've talked about Spider-Man enough. And let's go back to, again, San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Marvel had a arguably the biggest presence yeah. at San Diego Comic-Con. They announced so they much. They announced a shit ton of stuff. And we're going to kind of quickly go down the line. So we're going to talk about Phase 4. So, again, coming in 2020, so next year, we're getting the standalone Black Widow film. Which we knew about. And we're getting the Eternals. Yeah. Again, which we knew about. Uh, 2021, we're getting uh, Shang-Chi, Legends of the Ten Rings, which looks very cool. Does. We're getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I want to talk to you. Multiverse. I want to talk to you about as we kind of scroll down here. Absolutely. Because you, yeah, I want to pick your brain on something. And then lastly, 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder, which, oh man, I am. Pumped. You're pumped for that. I'm pumped. I know why you're not, uh, and I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna dissuade you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but let's move down. Let's talk Black Widow here. So Black Widow is the film that's far furthest along right now. Yeah. We actually got to see a little bit of footage, and you know we got to see Taskmaster as a villain, which ironically we talked about. Yeah. Weeks ago. I forget what episode. We, it we was, talked about an episode saying that <clears throat> Taskmaster would actually be a really be good villain. Great villain, yeah. And luckily they list you know, Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige listens to Tuned us. Tuned into Fandom at Random, dude. And he's like, you know what? You guys advice. You guys know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kevin, bring us in, man. We yeah, can dude. we can do this shit. I got so many ideas. <laughs> Teletubbies and Marvel. Holy shit. You don't even know what's coming. It's beautiful. Yep. They have to fight the baby as the sun. <laughs> Blow it up. Yep. All right, so Black Widow again. It's they, happening. they showed they showed we some footage. It it's happening, happening. Yep. and you know, you'd have to not even have to imagine it's going to be a prequel. David Harbour, he's playing Taskmaster. Yeah. I believe. Which good casting hopefully he does that better than he did hellboy hop from fucking stranger things man hopefully he does better he was good in hellboy i'll give him that he played he wasn't what, he wasn't the problem he played good with what he had yeah. yeah he wasn't the problem yep so yeah we're getting that and then we're getting the eternals which i don't know a lot which, about them i don't know a ton about the eternals i actually did a little bit of research on them before yeah. we did this cast so essentially the eternals are all modeled after you know essentially greek gods okay yeah so and they're bringing star power into this man. Definitely, they're bringing star power. Dude, so Angelina you're getting Jolie. Athena, who is going to be played by Angelina Jolie. That's crazy, right there. Which, right there, that's crazy. You got Angelina Jolie coming in, mm-hmm. huge superstar. Uh, and again, I called her Athena, the goddess Athena. That's right. Yeah, she's going to be joined by again another superstar, Selma Hayek, as Ajax, leader of the Eternals. Uh, Richard Madden as Icarus, which spelled with K, based on Icarus. Yep. Uh, Camille Nanjini as Kingo Sunan, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos, which is based on uh, Hephaestus. Yeah, Hephaestus. Yep. And uh, Liam McHugh as Sprite, and Don Lee as Gilgamesh, known as the Forgotten One in the comics, mm-hmm. and Lauren Ridloff as Makari. So I'm thinking we may get some kind of Thor vibes with some of that Greek pantheon. Yeah going on which i but i'm on board with essentially all of these eternals they've been on earth for thousands of years they're immortal and i don't know too much about their power sets or anything like this or that or where they fall on the power chain of the mcu but we're gonna find out and they are they're throwing money at this thing with some of the the stars they brought 
Keanu Reeves was talked about for? Rumored. Rumored, Rumored. to be talked they've, about. They've, they've approached Keanu Reeves. For everything. For everything. Which yeah. we talked about, if you want to go back, we did a Keanu Reeves-centric episode, maybe three, four episodes John back. John Wick 3. Yeah. yeah, John Wick trilogy. And they're <clears> trying to get Keanu into the MCU because, let's face it, he's breathtaking. Yeah, he's breathtaking. He's a god. You're breathtaking. <laughs> You're breathtaking. So... Let's talk about Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. So, I mean, Shang-Chi, he's dubbed the Master of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be, I think this is one of those films that it's the first Asian-led film yep. from Marvel. And this has a chance to be, especially with choreography, it could be badass. Yeah. Absolutely badass. Hopefully they throw in some really quick, good fight scenes. Quick, crazy martial yeah. arts fight scenes. So. I think this could be very cool, but again, we didn't see too much of it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the thing that's kind of cool, which I don't know if you heard about, but this is going to follow um, Shang Chi's battle with the Mandarin, really? the real Mandarin. <laughs> so we may get some redemption. Okay, all right. So that'll be kind of cool. This is the one I want to talk to you about: Doctor Strange in the mm. Multiverse of Madness. This is how they're pitching it. It's going to be a horror film. <laughs> they are pitching it yes, as a full-on horror Strange film. Doctor Strange in a horror film. Like, they're they're doing, like, they, they mention, like, PG-13, but it's going to be a hard PG-13, and they're going to make it scary. I could fucks with that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, director Scott Derrickson, he told the Hall Age crowd that this is going to... This is going to be scary, the flat out. It is going to be verse of madness, huh? Uh, and the kind of cool thing, you know, Doctor Strange is not alone. Um, we're going to talk about the streaming service a little bit with yeah. Disney, but um, the show WandaVision. So it's going to tie directly into this next Doctor Strange She's film. Got the mind control. Elizabeth Olsen, yep. is coming in. The Scarlet Witch will be in this. Which, film. as you know, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, I think, was severely underused in Avengers. And was one of my favorite characters. Honestly. She almost has to be because if you're talking, <clears throat> if you're talking power level, I mean, not even just power level, but character wise. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah. They they kind of used her more as a plot device with her relationship with exactly Vision, this and that. But if you're talking raw power, she's yeah. top five right exactly. now in yeah. the MCU. You couldn't overpower her. No. in the MCU. Yeah. Nope. Nope. She's badass. She went head to head with Thanos. Come yes, on. Yes, she would have probably killed him if he <laughs> yeah. didn't. Rain Hellfire, right? So, let's talk about this film, mm. man, because this is, this is a good their... time to go pee. Like, can I get out of here? <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder, which right off the bat, I'm Change gonna, my I'm gonna, mind, I'm gonna dissuade you because Change my mind. Taka Watiti is back. I love Taka Watiti. Yeah. Again, most of you listening right now, if you don't know who he is, he directed Thor: Ragnarok, which yep. is a top three Marvel film. Absolutely, fan fantastic and he also was one of the brains behind flight of the concords and i didn't know that one yeah so yeah. he he's great 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 he has a just a great Got a com- good reputation good comedic yeah. mind but he can do serious as well yeah and that's why i think this is perfect for this movie so i'll leave it open so and- here well so chris hemsworth and tessa thompson came out and after Men in Black failed horribly, oh, so Jesus. now they're like, "All yeah. right, we need to do more of we these need Marvel Valkyrie, films." Valkyrie, yeah. <laughs> so they came out and talk, and then again, the big surprise. So they're like, "Well, guess what? 
you know, there's yeah. actually going to be a new Thor. Yeah. Natalie Portman comes out. Comes back. They hand the hammer off to her. Arguably one of the worst characters in the MCU, by the way. Let me just say that. So, I disagree. Oh. I disagree. And oh. here, here is why. So, she was fine in Thor. In Thor 1... I think she was fine. I think w- she was funny enough to save herself. She was she was fine. Yeah. The problem is you're basing her character off Thor the Dark World, which that film should be burned with fire. It should, but I mean, that doesn't mean the bad taste isn't in your mouth. Right. You and know? she walked away. Yeah. She walked away from she the did. MCU, which yeah. if you do a little bit of research, the director of Thor 2, the Dark World, is no longer anything to do exactly. with the MCU. Yeah. His name escapes me at the moment. I guess he was a fucktard. And and she <laughs> yeah. and she was she was completely done with the MCU after that because he was like yeah. he was effed up. Don't get me wrong, Natalie Portman's a powerhouse, dude. Like Absolutely. she can do it. And with this new writer, I mean I mean, so, new director. So they're 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 going yeah. to. I'm I'm thinking they're going to do the. I believe it's the Mighty Thor storyline. But I'm curious. Horribly to see. received, by the way, by comic fans as well. Really? Yeah, it was. I read if it. That's I'd, the female. If that was Jane Foster's Thor storyline, it was. It and was. Yeah. It, it was, and I I didn't think it was that bad. A lot of I um, I read readers, it. And I, yeah. I read it. And I, see, I didn't. I, I didn't think it was that so bad. So take my word with grain of salt because I didn't read it. Because you're more a DC judge. guy anyway. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. I am too. But I, I actually read this. Yeah. And I think one of the intriguing things to me was the... So I don't know if you know this, but Jane Foster ends up getting breast cancer. Yes, I remember yeah, hearing so she, that. Yeah. She gets breast cancer. She's getting chemo treatments. <clears throat> and then eventually she ends up taking on the mantle of Thor, or the mighty Thor. Yeah. And essentially she can transform into thor mm-hmm. um and she's all completely thored out with you know she's got mjolnir and she's got the full face mask yeah and you know very or the helm i should say and very cool you know very strong powerful you know kicks ass the problem is every time she does this and turns into this being yeah it instantly eliminates all toxins and everything <laughs> from her body so all of the chemo that she's getting for her breast cancer immediately dissipates. So turning into Thor is literally killing her. Yeah. So it's a whole kind of balance act they do. And I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't have a problem with it. I'd have to read it because that but, still kind of sounds like but again, a like, little bit of pandering. To, you know intru- what I mean? to introduce that, that is a very heavy thing. Yeah, absolutely. To introduce into a film. I will say that if it's done right. It could absolutely hit hard. So I know? don't know if they're going to do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say they're not going to. Yeah, because that's a very very heavy thing to mm-hmm. try to cover, and especially in a Taco Watiti film where he's trying to keep things light and yeah, funny. And, exactly. But I'm 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 keeping an open mind because mm-hmm. I think he's great. And they came out and announced that Valkyrie was uh, part of the LGBTQ community yes. today. Yep. Which means I. Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't read them, but wasn't Jane Foster and Valkyrie in a relationship at some point? Um, yeah, there was some weird thing in the comics where I think they were, and then Thor ended up leaving to pair off with Lady Sif. Yeah. So there, there was. So maybe they're, maybe they're heading that way. But either way, I'm interested to see what they do with it. At yeah. least you know. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah. So and again, in kind of closing. Uh, you know, Kevin Feige came back out and he just kind of said, hey, guys, listen, Black Panther 2 is coming. Yeah. Guardians 3 is coming. Captain Marvel 2 is in the works. <laughs> and then another cool one, 
the Fantastic Four is oh, coming. Oh, shit. They had, you know, literally no news about it, but yep. he at least said, you know what, guess what? Fantastic Four is coming. Yeah. That is great news. That opens up a whole league of other stories. Only because the, literally the only thing with one of the only reasons people even followed the Fantastic Four, yeah. you know, read the Fantastic Four, watched it. Because they have arguably the best antagonist in all of comics in Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, yeah. Doctor Doom is fantastic. Fucking A. So, yeah, if they can bring them into the MCU and you can get Doom heavily involved, it's going to be great. And not make it like a whiny like, Yeah, whiny drama. hacker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I hope not. Um, and then, you know, the, the really, I want to see the, I don't want to see the biggest announcement. But yeah. But to me, the biggest surprise... Big. Was again, you mentioned it earlier, but um, I, be, I believe it's on uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, he appeared on stage, he came out cotton mouth from Luke Cage, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great, you know, award Oscar award winning actor. He's yeah. got two Oscars, absolutely. So you, you know, he knows what's up. He's Blade being announced as Blade. He is our new Blade now, and I am pumped. I'm pumped, but okay, I wasn't on Love board Blade. with the actor at first, thinking about it and pondering it a little bit. I am excited. But the dude is forty eight or no, 46? he's forty. He's forty. He's forty six, I believe. Wesley Snipes. No, I'm sorry. I think he's forty five. Wesley Snipes is currently fifty six, I believe. And when Wesley Snipes Snipe started 30, the role, he was like thirty four, thirty five. Dude, they're not even going to be shooting this for another what two years? He's yeah, going to so, be almost fifty by the time they film this yeah, movie. But I mean, so a few things. Now with this movie, it might not be an issue. So you may not know this, but um, no, his name escapes me now. But the dude that plays Black Panther, oh he's, yeah, he's older than you think too. I man. know he is. He's yeah. in his like late forties, exactly. So you know, it in this day and age, especially with the way Hollywood is now, these guys have personal trainers, nutritionists, this and yeah. that. Mid forties is not what it used but to be. But if we're looking for him to be in the universe, we're talking ten years of action here. It, it possibly, if it works out well for him. That could end up into his 55, 60s. Yeah. They really have to spin the story for I it could to work, see it, though. You know? Honestly, I could see it. It's up in the air, and it could they could make it I work. Think he's, I think he's still in the window. Yeah. I think he's in the window. It'll be fine. He does look younger. Absolutely. I'll give him that. So, And they also mentioned all the Disney Plus. All the Disney Plus shows coming out. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> which, again, I know why you're doing that. Another... Streaming Dude, another service, streaming service. Which, yeah, yeah, it's you just know, what we needed. <laughs> you get in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm excited for that one. WandaVision, Obviously again, one of my favorite characters. I'm on Loki. Board. Yep, Tom Hiddleston is back, reprising his role. And you know, I get apparently Hawkeye is getting a show. So pretty much all the. It seems more I don't grounded. Wanna, yeah, I don't. I don't. Around. I don't want to say D listers because you do have some A list yeah. people in there, but yeah. you know, it, they're Disney. Disney's throwing money at this and. It just I'm I'm a little bit skeptical only because we've seen especially in the very recent future we've seen DC try to do this yeah. and fail horribly. They need to really come out swinging with something different. But luckily for each of these movies. Luckily Disney and Marvel already have that established backing that yeah. if they can pull in the viewers and they can they can afford to if they're not getting return on investment they're not they're they're okay yeah they can still exactly keep building it they have some wiggle room exactly where you know the dc streaming service you saw swamp thing has been there there's petitions so everywhere online that fucking show 
showed some of the best potential I've seen in the TV and movie universe from DC at all. And they canceled it be- on the second episode. <laughs> like, I mean, the season wrote out, but by the time the second episode aired, they had already canceled the show. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking disappointing. Yeah, it's too bad. Hopefully, uh, hopefully somebody brings it back. Yeah. But- yeah, I think that's about it. So I think so. We covered a lot. Yeah, man. we covered a lot of shit. Fucking a. So yeah, well, like we mentioned, uh, no fandom fighters today because nope. we just had way too much content to cover. But yeah, we've got a lot of cool shit coming up. I mean, we've 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 discussed you know new new topics, new episodes. Oh, yeah. Where uh, I've been experimenting a little bit with the camera with YouTube, so yes, sir. hopefully we can get online pretty soon, <clears throat> so we can start streaming these beautiful faces. Hell yeah! Uh, we will be anybody listening if you're in the New England area. We will be attending Boston Comic Con. Yep, uh, on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you see us, we'll be uh, we were roaming around. Please come up. We'll give you stickers. Yeah, dude. Uh, business cards, Come all that fun stuff. Us. So I look like Thor. He looks like Loki. You'll see us right <laughs> away. Yeah. Well, I like to keep it low key. <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. But yeah, yeah, a lot of fun things on the horizon. Oh, and yeah, I mean, what else, man? What Social else? Social media, else? Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place. Come and drop us a line. Let us know if you want to hear anything. Just communicate with us, guys. I agree. Yeah, I concur. I good concur, sir. Good sir. This has been a fun episode, though. Hell We've yeah. got a lot more fun stuff coming up. Spider Pig. So, as always, like us on Facebook, Instagram, all those places, and yeah, we'll be in touch, man. Adios. Peace. Oh, my Peter Tingle.